Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. class please settle down it is time for deadly cast a deadly class podcast i'm alex your headmaster oi justin's a tosser <laughs> what's your name hey i'm pete hey and you're as much as you're listening to deadly class uh excuse me deadly cast a podcast Ooh. for deadly class that was a real mess up i definitely would have not gotten an a for that one i would have gotten an f if you yeah. know what i mean by which i mean i'd be so uh, we're going to be talking about Stigmata Martyr, yeah. the latest episode of Deadly Class, as everybody reacts to the hangover of what happened in Vegas, Vegas last baby. episode. Vegas. Yeah. Is this uh, when you've been to Vegas? <laughs> Have you ever killed a man? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of what you do in Vegas. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I just tricked you because what happens in Vegas is supposed to stay in Vegas, and I'm a cop. Oh, so, yeah, well, if I'll you haven't you arrested me for any of my past crimes that I've revealed, I feel like I'm in the tell safe what, place. Last half hour of freedom, and then uh, okay. that's it. I'm, Great. I'm, throwing yeah, I'm you glad you gave me one last podcast. Yeah, no problem. To live. <laughs> Just, uh, I know this would be your wish, is to go through <laughs> two recaps and then uh, recap <laughs> again and do another recap podcast, oh, because man. I know how much you love that. Pete. I so do. Well, let's do it then. Let's Please. give you the recap. So uh, our class of teen assassins all headed to Vegas. A lot of stuff happened there. Uh, Billy killed his dad along with Marcus. Kind of an accident, but they both did it. Uh, Billy reacted pretty poorly. Marcus was on a crazy drug trip, so he had no idea what was happening. Um, but then at the end of the episode... They were all attacked by Chico, Maria's boyfriend. Uh, Chico walked in on Maria and Marcus, making out, about to have sex. He went nuts, tried to kill them, uh, and uh, instead, Maria killed Chico. Yep. Pretty bad. And also Fuckface, or Goat Fucker. Uh, Fuckface, yeah. So Fuckface showed up. Fuckface is a guy who was in the orphanage with Marcus before he ended up at King's Dominion, the assassin school, and he uh, got his face kind of fucked up by Marcus. But as we find out this episode, Fuckface is definitely the guy who was responsible for 16 people dying in the orphanage. Marcus 
didn't exactly uh, take on that responsibility, but he didn't dissuade anybody from knowing that. And that's sort of how he ended up, at least initially, at King's Dominion, though he's certainly proven himself by now. Oh, yeah, By the is. end of the episode, Chico's dead. Fuckface knows about it. They don't know Fuckface knows about it. Uh, Willie had been forced to almost kill Chico and back down because he's a fucking coward. No, dude, he's a pacifist. He's a coward. Whatever, dude. You All can sit there. are cowards. Dude, don't fucking say stupid Come on, man. shit. I have, like, fucking killed so many people, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. You cannot my say. Don't be the guy who's got a microphone feeling ballsy. You can just fucking make <laughs> stupid blanket statements <laughs> like that. Like, I killed a bunch of people. Yeah. What are you going to do? Drag me away at the end of this podcast? Maybe Pete? I will. No, I'm the cop. I, I'm the cop, Pete. I'm the cop. If I get one last wish, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, it's definitely going to come back at you, monkey boss. Style. Oh man. Uh, also, Saya is there. Now, Saya seems to have some sort of feelings for Marcus, even though, generally speaking, she's just been pledged to him. That's it. Another thing that's going on with Saya uh, is her clan of Yakuza ninjas have been trying to kill her. Uh, we thought they were shut down a couple of episodes back. Rears its head a little bit more again this episode in different ways, which we'll talk about in a moment. Uh, what else should we say? There's a evil neo Nazi cheerleader back at school who really doesn't like anybody at all. Also, there's Petra. Uh, there's Petra, who Billy likes. Uh, and they had a little bit of a thing at the school dance. Uh, and also, there's Shabnam, who is a genial guy that seems to like everybody, but he's a little bit hapless. He is rooming with Marcus. There's also Victor, the big uh, Russian uh, Rocky Four. Guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Drago? Drago. Uh, Drago. And he also is a school bully. Um, what else? There's a couple of teachers. Yeah, uh, Master oh, Lin. Probably a very important thing to mention is Master Lin, a couple of episodes back, let Henry Rollins, who is a teacher, run free, yeah. even though Henry Rollins resigned from the school. Um, Madam Gao. Who I miss runs, Henry Rollins already. Yeah, man, he's great. Uh, Madam Gao is the leader of this cabal or one of the go-betweens of this cabal. I just call her the sub. Sure. She uh, she basically told him, you have to kill Master Lin. Uh, you have to kill Henry Lollins. Excuse me. Uh, so that's a bunch of the setup. This episode, a lot of stuff happens. It, it's not quite the fear and loathing in Las Vegas of the last episode oh, of the man. Breakfast Club or the episode. Yeah, I mean, you can't spend every episode tripping your balls off. You sure. Know, you got to have one episode. Sure. This is, this is a more a like things happen kind of episode. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things that happen, um, Marcus and Maria have started dating, but they don't know quite how to do it. Yeah. Uh, literally and figuratively, uh, she really wants to have sex. He has never had sex before. They're celebrating their one month anniversary. Eventually, as one does, Maria goes nuts because she's bipolar and uh, tries to kill Marcus with an arrow. Saya stops it, uh, and then they have like sex. Like a boss. Yes, and then they have sex on the roof. On uh, somebody's grave on the roof. Oh, yeah. On the, like, literally the coffin of somebody's grave. Yeah, well, you know, where did you have your first time? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's going on with them. Uh, Saya also clearly does have feelings. Yeah. Uh, she, she earlier on in the episode meets Madame Gao, who ends up breaking her arm or Oof. twisting her arm or something um, after a class goes a little the bit old wrong. Fighting ninjas class. Yep. Uh, what we're getting in this episode is Madame Gao is a 
adversary for Master Lin. She's basically coming in and telling him he's doing everything in his school long, yep. wrong. The uh, neo-Nazi cheerleader really likes that. And everybody else really does not. Uh, meanwhile, Victor tries to beat up Shabnam in the bathroom. Marcus kind of takes him down a little bit. Uh, and what else happens? Uh, the other main thrust of the episode is Fuckface is slowly working on his plans in the background. Yeah. Uh, he's taken, I believe, it's Shabnam's parents and uh, dressed them in dog costumes, put them in cages. As uh, you he, do. He also kills two people while trying to make a movie for Phil Donahue. <laughs> yeah, Phil Donahue, man. And uh, at the end, he calls Marcus. And he's like, yep, bet you thought you were drug trip imagining me. Guess what? You weren't. Uh, I'm going to come to that school and I'm going to fucking destroy your life. Yep. So there you go. Bunch of other things happened in the episode, Mm -hmm. but let's talk through it, Pete. What did you like? What uh, stuck out of you? Well, uh, what's great is we get a lot of fuck face in this episode. Yeah. A lot of the goat fucker. And, um, you know, sometimes that can be disappointing when you kind of like get a big villain kind of reveal where you're like, oh, man, he seemed like so badass. But now that I know him, what I liked was like how good he was at killing, but also how bad he is a little bit. Like, you know, there was a funny moment where he's like, this is all for you, Phil. You can have me on as a guest. And then, like, he has ejected on his camera and there's no VHS tape. Yeah, he's uh, pretty hapless, but Mm -hmm. at the same time... He's basically being set up as the show's Joker, right? Right. So he's crazy, but he clearly has enough power to, for example, take two grown people and stick them in cages and force them to wear dog costumes. Right. That happened off screen, but he did the same thing to Brian Posey in a couple of episodes back. Um, so he has plans. Like, he is very much the uh, dog chasing cars moment from Dark Knight where the Joker's like, I want to know what to do. I'm crazy. I don't make plans, except clearly he makes these insanely intricate plans. Mm-hmm. He That's fuckface, right? Yeah. So he, uh, by the end of the episode, when you see him threatening Marcus, you know he's going to follow through on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because at first it was like, oh, he was hallucinating you were like are we really seeing him or is this marcus like losing his mind but then you're like oh crap it's real but then like his threat level goes away because he's talking about other stuff so it's like oh okay maybe he's just too crazy for his own good but then like this episode really kind of lets you know how badass he is and how much of a problem he's going to be because he knows the dirt on everything. He knows the truth about Maria. He knows about Chico. Like, he knows everything. Even the fact that Marcus lied and is taking credit for his kills, which he's upset about. Except for the thing is, I guess, which Marcus doesn't know, is Master Lin knows that. Yeah. You know, that might be a problem with Madame Gao, but it's not going to necessarily be a problem with Master Lin. Yeah, I tell you, it's a problem that Madame Gao. Yes. Uh, so I like to call her the gout. Right. I wish we'd just get rid of her already. Oh, She's man. really fucking That's shit up. That's a good nickname. How long did you workshop that for? <laughs> just just now. Just now? Yeah. Just off the top of your head? Yeah, yeah. Man, so I, I just want to mention, uh, for those of you listening at home, we actually carefully script these podcasts. <laughs> so that's abysmal that you just threw something in there. I work all week on the scripts. This part that I'm doing right now Don't, was scripted. Yeah. Where I got angry at you doing that thing. Wow. Don't do that thing. You Angry is the best word you could have used there? Livid. Okay, there we go. Um, so it starts off with Maria crying and it's kind of like this interrogation, right? The, the show, the episode starts this way. And I really like the building of tension. Like, Oh God, they're kind of like interrogating all these kids individually. Who's going to crack, who's going to rat out and like, 
uh, tell what really happened. So I thought that was like a really cool place to start, you know. Uh, but it's kind of like what's great about these kids is they're they want to kill each other, they want to beat each other, but they're not going to rat one another out, you know. So it's like it was kind of cool to have that kind of bond. Well, so what I took away from that scene was that showing the cracks between Maria and Saya, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's Maria being uh, interrogated, and at the end she passes by Saya, and they exchange this look, yeah. which is basically like, don't you give me up, bitch. You yeah. know, that's basically what it is. Yeah. And by the end of the episode, Saya is standing there with uh, Marcus. It clearly looks like they're about to kiss. Uh, Maria almost kills either Saya or Marcus because of that. Yeah, we don't know. Right. And ultimately, Marcus does end up with Maria, at least this episode. But they don't trust each other in the same way at this point. No. Also, Maria's off her meds. Right. And a bipolar, we find out in this episode. Well, we also find out her origin story, which, again... Oh, my God. That... I mean, that was straight from the comic. Like, yes. that, I felt like, oh, my God, they brought a comic to life. Yeah. And it was fantastic. The uh, animation was even more clearly Wes Craig. Yes. This, it's, I was about the, to say issue, but episode. Yeah. Which is... Re- I, I agree with you. It's funny. There was something about the way the characters are drawn that was more identifiably his. It really was. And, I, and what we find out, in case you didn't see it, was uh, Maria was a kid... Uh, her family was killed by the guy who ran the town. More specifically, killed her dad was shot by Chico through the gut. And then Chico's dad took her dad and nailed him up to a cross. And then they took Maria because she had a pretty face and could trick people, which we already knew from the show. Well, no, Chico saved Maria's ass. Right. Which she is why was like, she feels no. conflicted about killing him. Yeah. Like, that was a huge reveal. I mean, Chico is evil and should have died. But, like, the fact that Chico... Had no reason to stick his neck out for her, but maybe like a boyhood crush. Or, but she points out like she's smart and she can like, you know. So I think a lot of what we're getting here, at least with the kids, is we're seeing what the cost of killing people is, right? Yeah. That she killed Chico, but she does have this connection to him, even though he's fucking evil. Yeah. And last episode, the same thing with Billy and his dad. Dad, yeah. Willie and his dad, uh, Marcus and Fuckface. Uh, there's always a cost to the things that you do, and it's what's interesting about that is that goes against Assassin's School, that it should be... It not should be, but it is this carefree, learn to kill, and you get paid, and you're changing the world, and, but they're and, learning that constantly, or at least we as viewers are learning constantly, that there are consequences to these things. And that's what Madam Gout is all about, too, because she's telling Master Lin. It's really Lin, catching on, by the way. That uh, that she's like, Master Lin, this is all soft. We had to do all this shit when we were eight, not 18, you know? Right. Like, all these kids and their feelings, and you're coddling them. You're being... and. uh and you kind of get that reveal at the end of the episode where you see Master Lin has a family. Yeah. It's pretty awesome and also kind of shows a little bit of maybe why he's a little softer than he should be. Right. It also, I'm worried about his family, I got to be honest. Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't think it's going to turn out well for them. Oh, yeah. But I also love that shot of like behind his wife's back where you get to see the tattoo. Yeah, I, I think she could probably defend herself is certainly oh, what man. we're learning. Fantastic. But, uh, but, yeah, that's going to be a messed up thing when that happens. Also, Let, we get, uh, I'm sorry, no, speaking no. of tattoos, we also get to see Saya's, uh, some of her tats, which were fucking pretty badass. Yeah, we've seen those before. Well, 
You maybe just I'm, like it every single time. Well, maybe I just missed it and forgot about it because yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, Whenever shit. She has, uh, she has sleeves. Yeah, she does have sleeves. So, yes, we've seen it several times. Oh, maybe maybe I just missed it. or You were just gazing too lovingly into Lana Condor's eyes. Yeah, maybe I was. Great. All Good right. for you. I think she's a fantastic actress. I don't she, see what the I'm, problem is. I'm just saying, leave it off the podcast, Pete. Uh, <laughs> uh, I will I not. To, I wanted to talk about content restrictions a little bit. I know this is a little outside of the actual plot of the show, but sci-fi has been slowly pushing what you could push on basic cable, what you could put on basic cable, right? Like, they kind of broke the mold in terms of cursing, where every once in a while... We're talking about how we almost see the guys complete... We saw his pubes, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, straight up pubes. Like, that's a lot. Like, we just didn't see the tip, basically. Right, exactly. That was a lot to see. I'm talking about... Excuse me, uh, fuckface standing in front of graffiti that said fuckface. <laughs> yeah. And I think only the A in face was blocked, which was pretty funny. Um, but sci fi decided at a certain point, I believe The Magicians was the first show where they decided, you know what? These characters talk like this, they curse. We can't keep pulling the audio out, it's distracting for viewers. We're just going to do it. And this is pushing that envelope even further in terms of what they're doing on that yeah, channel. I it's kind of crazy. Maria got him a bigger box. <laughs> <laughs> really? You didn't want to see Marcus's pubes? I didn't. Huh. I could live my whole life and not see him. Uh-oh. I mean, you know, great, great for him to show him off. Like, I'm sure he's proud of him or whatever. Yeah. But, you know. Hey, I disagree with you. I think everybody should show their pubes. Guys, go to at Cast Deadly, our Twitter account, with hashtag. Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you dare. I do not. <laughs> That's what you want to see? When you wake up in the morning and hey, open buddy. up Twitter? Hey, buddy. That's what you want to see? It, all right. Hashtag show your pubes. Uh. Post it out on Twitter. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to. Uh, physically if you put a out, picture up there, physically print it out and uh, send it to you, Pete. Oh, great. great. <laughs> it's like show the nipple, except show the pubes. Great. It's, it's the same exact thing. Awesome. I just want to mention, please don't do that because we'll probably be arrested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, we'll probably get, you know, unchecked. You might get unchecked because oh, you're, Jesus. yeah, then porn. Yeah. Yeah. You don't well, want don't to lose that check mark. That that's my personal account. Don't send it there. <laughs> don't ever send me anything there. Uh, so, Moving on. No, never. <laughs> uh, so the karate class. Well, wait, let me. I, what I actually wanted to ask about that is I know you're uncomfortable with the whole pube of it all, but is that too much? Should they not be showing that on broadcast TV? I don't, Even in the 10 o'clock hour. I, I mean, it was kind of funny. I mean, I, I, I wasn't like. Oh, gross! But I was just like, "Oh, wow! That's a that's more than I thought I was going to be getting." Yeah, because he had a towel, and she like grabbed the towel off of him as she ran ar- around the corner. I was like, "Oh God!" He's just got that little box to cover his yeah. junk with. Well, I got to tell you, there's a certain sense that at least they're not playing around with it. Like they're not. I understand space cable. They're not going to show his dog or anything like mm-hmm, that, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, Having those shots where it's like a cutesy shot and, you know, Billy's head is in front of his crotch so you can't see it from the angle, it's a cheat, right? So I'd rather that they go ahead and do things like that or show us fuck face rather than having the camera in front of the you somehow or something, you know? I think 
it's a little more honest to do things like that, which is the same reason that they pulled the content restrictions in terms of the language for the magicians. So I think that's great. Do I necessarily want to see pubes on television all the time? Probably not. Um, do I need to see an excess of cursing or people to really to, to make things raunchy for the sake of raunchy? No, I don't think so. No, I disagree. Oh, you disagree with that. Yeah. Uh, but if they are going to do it, I'd rather they go for it than play around with it personally. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. You want to, what is, why are we seeing this? What's this about? You know what I mean? If why we're seeing it is important for the character, for what's happening, yes, put it up by all means. Show the pubes, do what you ever <laughs> want to do. Because that's the thing, like, you know, people have told us, like, oh, man, I wish you guys swore less, because if you did, I could have my son listen, or I could put it up and whatever, whatever, you know? But that's that thing of, like, yeah, maybe I could focus and try not to swear as much, but I fucking like swearing. And <laughs> if I'm being honest, which is what I'm trying to do, then I would not be swearing and I'd be censoring myself. So it's like, you know, there is a, there is a happy median somewhere, but it's like, you know, at what point does the art get kind of, you know, brushed under the table so that you can put something else out there? I don't know, man. But yeah, I, you know, go nuts, man. Show your nuts, show your pubes, whatever you want to do. Remember, makes you happy. At Cast Deadly, use the hashtag go nuts yeah. and show us your nuts. No, stop. Stop. Right. So anyways. Don't do that. Karate <laughs> class gets a little kinky. Uh, Billy decides that he's like, you know what? Uh, I really like this girl, so I'm going to ignore her. Like, that's his plan. You know, the classic nice guys don't get women, so... I'm going to be a complete douche. So I got to say, this was not my favorite episode of the show. Uh, mm -hmm. I think, first of all, because it felt like there was a little bit of a lack of focus that the last two episodes I don't have know. had. I disagree. The fact that Marcus and uh, Saya got a little roof time, even though it was interrupted by an arrow. Sure. Makes it all worth it. Okay, great. Uh, but uh, why was I bringing... Oh, uh, I, this felt like a little too typical high school to me. Like the Billy stuff in particular was all, you got to ignore a girl to make her like you. And but that's oh, classic high women. school, dude. I guess. I don't know. It just felt uh, things have been framed in such a deeper, more interesting way. The past couple of episodes, this felt like the characters were much more straightforwardly written as high school characters. I don't know, man. You know, I don't know. I just think, it, I mean, that's a real struggle, man, as a kid trying to figure out, like, oh, I like this person. Do I, you know, I mean, I don't know, man. I thought it was. Sure, I guess. It felt like a very masculine perspective to me. It, Yep. Yeah, sure. And that could be wrong, but it, it's also like, I don't know. It was kind of a fun twist of, like, instead of it being, I'm going to be. You know, towards her, he was like, I'm going to go after the teacher. And that got weird and funny. Sure. It, again, I like the show. I thought that stuff was all fun. But that, the scene, uh, there's a scene of Willie in a comic book shop hanging out with Marcus. Right. Girl comes up to him and is like, hey, can you recommend any comics? I'm thinking about getting to Superman. He's like, I don't like Superman. Well, he lashes out because yeah, he he's struggling out. in life. Sure. Uh, and then the girl's like, actually, I like comics a lot. Uh, I was thinking about picking up the latest issue of Watch, where he's like, no shit, I'm going to marry this girl. Right. Again, it felt like a very masculine nerd perspective of the way of writing things, which I feel like we've seen the characters on the show act in a more complicated manner so far. Yeah, I mean, it. yeah. I mean, the, the only thing that I'm kind of 
I'm not fighting because of the, you know, awful masculinity that exists in this world. I'm talking about like, and I'm talking about, you know, there's, there's Matt, you can be masculine, but like overtly, you know, a douchebag doesn't help anybody. But like, Kids are fucked up. Like, you know, when you're a kid, you're not in touch with your emotions. You lash out. You're messy. You say stupid things. So, like, part of me is like, oh, God, that was such a dumb thing to say to her. But part of me is like, oh, well, it's kind of true to form a little bit. I I think it is true to the form that has been pushed through movies and TVs for decades. I'm not saying people don't act like that. My problem is that the... Dream nerd girl who shows up at a comic book shop and she likes Watchmen and the dude is like, whoa, you like Watchmen? So cool. I'm going to marry her. That's a trope. You know, it's something that we've seen a million times before. And I thought it was boring. Okay. Are we fighting, Pete? Yeah, we are fighting. Wow. Yeah. I hope you're happy with yourself. Uh, I am. I'm going to be pretty happy when I check out our Twitter account tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, boy. All I'm saying is. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying anymore, but uh, that would be amazing if uh, some girl walked up to you and was like, hey, uh, I also have a common interest that you have. Would you like to go out sometime? Uh, I would say I am married and I have two kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying I I want to marry this girl. It's it's a natural reaction. Sure. I feel like if I feel like Pete, you got to go on a couple of dates first. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Don't, don't immediately marry girls. Well, it's just this. Yeah, all right, all right. It's a, so much to unpack. All right. Let's move on. Uh, anything else you want to call out about the episode? Anything you yeah. particularly like? Well, they're in a comic book shop, but why can't you show good comics? Like, what are why you talking are you sh- about? Like, they showed some cool comics, but they, well, that didn't. It's not what a comic book shop is. Like, there's not. Is, is it a specific. Indie only comic book shop. I've never been in a comic book shop like that. Oh, that set up the, like a record store. What a comic book shop that set up like a record no, store. I just couldn't believe there you couldn't. There wasn't any DC or Marvel comics in that whole shop. There was like you don't want to give a shout what, out what to. Do you, what do you think happened there, Pete? Yeah, I'm just. What, what did you think happened there? Just like. You worked on television production, right? Yes, yes. What do you, I, why do you think? Yeah, I'm just they can't afford it. Why, yeah, they can't afford the rights to the DC and Marvel comics. Right, but it just looks so fake by having all these other, you know what I mean? I guess, but I think it's supposed to look cooler because they're into indie comics or yeah. whatever. But yeah, of course there'd be DC and Marvel books in there, but they're not going to be able to get them. Yeah, I know, but it just was like, oh, God, you know, like... I don't know, say BC or something. You know what I mean? BC? What, would that have bothered? No. That would have bothered you more if it was like. I at least acknowledge the fact that. Rickets w- on infinite Earths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right. All right. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought it was weird the, how they were like working really hard to show all the other things. What did you think of the ninja fight? Ninja fight was funny. I also really liked that teacher who got his ass kicked. Yeah, the one who was like, eh, you know, ninjas, they come out like one yeah, at a time. One at a time. Yeah, that was really funny. Yeah. I also like the fact that he called out uh, the cheerleader for bullshit. Like, you can't yeah. fight people on your team when you're fighting off ninjas. There's no time for that. Yeah. And then I, I thought it was really cool that he stuck up 
uh, uh, for what really was going on, the lesson within the lesson. But then, uh, you know, the gout but- McGillicuddy over there, she was <laughs> like, fuck that, change your grade. I want this racist to get a better grade. And I'm like, oh, God, don't stick up yeah, for the racist. I, I didn't really understand her motivation to yeah. side with the cheerleader necessarily. Again, it felt like this episode was a little all over the place in its approach. And there were parts that I liked and I still like the show. I love this show. Yes. But this particular episode went in too many directions for my tastes. Well, I'm sorry, but I I still think it was a solid episode. Also, we got to see master Lynn's family, which was very exciting. Yes. We talked about that. I know. I'm just saying there's reasons to like this episode. Stop. I should mention for those of you listening to the podcast, uh, who's all of you? Uh, Pete actually has a tiger back tattoo. He was so excited about the episode, <laughs> and I know that because he's totally naked now. Hashtag show us your pubes. Hashtag go nuts. Stop. What? Stop. Drop the box, Pete. Hashtag oh, drop the box. God. Um, yeah. Also, it was very interesting the reveal that Maria was bipolar. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> well, it's just like, uh, you know, go take your meds, you know, like, uh, you know, yeah, you should. If you're bipolar, you should take your medicine. Why would you think that's not a good idea? Well, lots of people don't. Lots, well, lots mean, of people, particularly when you are on medication, if you stop taking that medication, uh, often you will feel like, well, I don't need this medication. Right. You'll go into a manic episode like she does before she ends up in her depressive episode uh, and you think everything's great I feel great so I do not need my medication and that's where she is for most of the episode yeah and it's also got to be such a struggle to be like taking medication then you want to be off the medication then you hope that maybe if you take enough you can kind of get off of it you know I don't know but uh, yeah I was just I don't know I was just by the way just uh, when are we on for Thursday at three o'clock Pete's my therapist is what oh, I'm yeah, asking. Yeah. Yes. Three o'clock. Um, I don't know, man. Like, have Billy or Willie be bipolar. You know what I mean? Why does the woman have to be crazy, you know? That was one of my problems with the episode. It felt like a very masculine-centric, masculine-written episode. That's what I'm trying to impress out of you, Pete. I hate when you're right. Oh, man. And I hate you, but I love all of the... Super- also... Oh, Yes. Master Lin stuck up for uh, Saya, which I was happy about. Yeah, that's nice. It was nice. It was nice. Uh, as we end every episode, superlatives for the episode. Superlatives. I know you're prepping all week, Pete, getting ready for this. Uh, do you have a superlative or shall I go first? Go first, please. Okay. Uh, most likely to go half-mast is uh, Victor, a.k.a. Drago, uh, as we saw in the bathroom when he got a little bit of a half-seat while he's beating up Shabnam. Uh, so, yeah, most likely to go half-mast. What about you, Pete? Uh, most likely to forget to take her medication is Maria. <laughs> Again, I don't know. I hate, I hated those things, uh, in high school. I hated that part about the yearbook experience and it makes me angry every time we do this at the end of the episode. In your, in your yearbook, didn't it say most likely to get angry about podcast recaps? Yep. Huh. Huh. Should have listened to that. Yeah. I was mad at it then. <laughs> mad at it now. 
If you like the show and like to support us, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on by. We'll chat with you about Deadly Class. Pete, what else do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live and at Cast Deadly. Of course, tweet us with those hashtags, guys. We're uh, really looking forward to that. It. I got my printer ready. Very excited. And we'll see you next time in class.